Welcome to the Modern Manifestation Podcast. I'm your host, Bree Brown, a business mindset coach, entrepreneur, and a top competitor in a male-dominated industry. I'm a native Texan, the youngest of all brothers, and a lettuce-hating, wine-loving, curses-like-a-sailor recovering perfectionist. I've spent over a decade building my commission-based career, and my life's purpose is helping other women achieve the same multi-six-figure success I achieved before I was 25. I have a passion for helping women with mindset, money, and manifestation skills to help every young woman realize her full potential. If you're looking for vulnerable conversations, professional development, inspiration, or even a kick in the ass to get you motivated, you have come to the right place. Thanks for checking out the Modern Manifestation Podcast. Now let's jump right in to today's topic. Hello, hello, my fabulous souls. Happy, happy new year. I am so excited for 2021, and I wanted to kick off this year with a topic that a lot of listeners have requested, and that is how to manifest more money. I love, 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 love talking about money, and I am so excited for this year's content because I plan to bring you many, many more money mindset topics in 2021. In fact, I've had so many that have come to mind that I actually had to take this episode, which was only going to be one, and instead turn it into a mini-series so that each section can get the time that it deserves. To that end, I present to you my mini money mindset series. Say that five times fast. Mini Money Mindset Series. We will dive into your core beliefs, relationships with, literacy of, and identity around money. I will be presenting this money manifestation topic all month long to help you manifest the wealth that you want. So let's jump into the basics surrounding manifesting money. The first thing you need to know as we dive into this series is that money is energy, just like energy everything else. You can manifest a new job, house, clients, and money. Everything in this universe is energy, and you can always attract energy to you. So knowing that money is just another form of energy, what is keeping you from attracting more of this into your life? The answer is energetic alignment. And this will be the focus of our entire mini money mindset series. I feel like I should have renamed that. I might as well call it like the Triple M series. And if you're a weekly listener, you probably know what I'm going to say next. Manifesting money, any amount of money, requires you to be in an energetic alignment with and having the identity of someone who has this money. You need to be in alignment with the things that you want, which includes monetary wealth. Being in alignment means stepping into the thoughts and the feelings of someone who has the wealth that you want. So what does it look like to be in alignment with money? What does that look and feel like? Being an energetic match with money means having a positive relationship with money in every aspect. So now that we understand the basic concept of manifesting money, which is getting into an energetic alignment with it and understanding conceptually that money is just energy, let's jump into the first lesson that I have for you in this mini-series. Addressing and getting to the core of your negative beliefs about money. 
And if you're really into professional development topics, this is what we refer to when we talk about limiting beliefs. This is particularly your limiting beliefs around money. So think about all the beliefs that you currently have when it comes to money. Are they positive or negative? And I'll give a personal example here. I'll never forget my mom and dad would always say things like, money doesn't grow on trees. We'll have to wait until payday. Not today. We already have too much in the cart. So much so that by the time I was 10 years old, I'd already developed a strong sense of money beliefs. And so when I was younger, and I'm going to call this my wiser self, I remember saving up $50 from multiple garage sales, and I was going around and raking neighbors' yards for money. And I was so excited about the money that I'd saved that I'd ran up to my mom one day when she got home from her shift, and I was like, yo, I made $50 this week. Imagine how easy it will be to get $100. I was so, so excited for this $50. And I just said, you know, mom, that's really just 10 $10 bills. And I already have five. You know, I'm thinking that I'm going to be a money manifesting machine. I didn't really know what manifesting was at that point, but I just like, I knew money was going to be coming my way. And at this point, I was probably like seven or eight years old. I don't quite remember. And my mom looked at me and said, yes. But do you know how hard it is to get 10 $10 bills? And I was just crushed. Like my heart sank and my excitement was immediately tampered. I was like, how could I have been so foolish not to know this? Oh, money's supposed to be hard to get. Got it. Limiting belief engaged. And another money story I have involved a penny and a dollar and one of my older brothers. <laughs> and they'd asked me if I would trade my, I think I was like three or four years old, by the way. They asked me to trade one of my dollars for their penny. And they did so by saying, hey, your dollar bill is really dirty paper, but the penny is so shiny and pretty and it's way more valuable because of that. And because I was like four years old, I believed them and I traded with them. So at that age, I had established that pennies were to be more prized than dollars. And since I was so young and my brainwaves were still predominantly in that theta wave state that we usually continue to operate in until we're like mm, seven, eight years old, these memories solidified themselves as one of my core beliefs about money. And they're just a few examples. I mean, there are, in our childhood, we have probably hundreds of these scenarios where we develop these ideas about money. And so from those two specific examples, I had the idea that money and wealth are hard to come by. And quite literally, dollars are gross. And I know these beliefs sound silly, but as kids, we internalize everything. And that is why it's so important to reevaluate our beliefs later in life and reset them. More often than not, these beliefs are so second nature to us that we're not even aware that these beliefs still exist for us. They're so buried within us and just a part of who we are that we can struggle to separate ourselves from those and really analyze this belief that we've carried for so long. And then we struggle to manifest money and we're like, why? I don't understand. I'm doing the visualization. I'm doing the journaling. I'm trying to get in alignment. I don't understand why I'm still not able to manifest this money. And a lot of times it's because we still have those limiting beliefs that we're holding on to that's keeping us from moving forward and really establishing that energetic alignment. So ask yourself, what are some of your earliest memories about money? What are they reinforcing in your subconscious? And it doesn't matter if you grew up rich or poor. All of us have a subconscious relationship with money. Spend some time figuring out what yours is. Very few of us were raised to believe that money is ever-flowing, abundant, and will come to you whenever you want it. 
And even if you were raised in that way, most of the time there's still some sort of belief you have that's negative. Maybe you have this idea that people that are wealthy are bad people or having money makes you a selfish person or having money makes you an entitled person. If you have any beliefs like that, that is tied to your ability to manifest. And that is a limiting belief that you have about money. If you believe that people that have money or that are wealthy are selfish and bad people, why would your subconscious help you manifest more money? So again, what are your childhood memories about money? What are your money beliefs? Do they reinforce a scarcity or an abundance mindset? Do they make you excited to gain wealth or worried about what that might do to your character? And if your childhood memories reinforce scarcity, further analyze each memory individually. Why did you believe this at the time? Is it still true today? How is this belief not true? Start turning this thing around, looking at it from all the angles, and trying you're basically trying to poke holes in this belief for yourself, trying to prove to yourself all the ways in which this is no longer correct. How has this belief impacted your current situation? In what ways has this belief held you back? And in what ways has this belief served you? And I always like to ask, in what way has this belief funny? Like, there has to be some reason in which this makes no logical sense. Find what that is, too. And this last one's really important, so I'll repeat it. In what ways has this scarcity mindset served you? Has your ego relied on it to make excuses for you and why you haven't achieved your wealth? Sit with that. You might be surprised what you uncover. Knowing how these limiting beliefs were formed, what they are, and questioning their current role in your life by casting doubt on them is how you begin to heal these beliefs in favor of beliefs that will serve you better. I'm going to say that again because it was important, and if you're multitasking, stop real quick and just listen to this again. Knowing how your limiting beliefs were formed, what they are, and questioning their current role in your life by casting doubt on them is how you begin to heal these beliefs in favor of beliefs that serve you better. So go through each belief that you have identified and repeat the same questions earlier until you've done this exercise with all of them. And what's funny is as you start to uncover all these beliefs, more and more will start to come up. But now you have the tools in your arsenal to know exactly how to deal with these. I even still have random money beliefs pop up every once in a while where I'm like, wow, I actually still believe that one thing and it's from this memory. And so let's start to deconstruct that and instead replace it with something more positive, something that's going to serve me in my attempt to manifest more money in my life. So that is my first money manifestation tip for you. Become an energetic match with money by first abolishing the beliefs you have about money that do not serve you, those negative beliefs. Your subconscious is a part of your identity. So if you have held on to any sort of negative beliefs around money, you've unintentionally manifested more scarcity instead of abundance. And again, it doesn't just have to be how your family handled money, but how do you perceive people that have it? Do you think they're bad people? Do you think they're evil? Do you think that their characters are compromised? All of these things create your beliefs around money. So be mindful about those beliefs. And if they're not positive, you need to get them there. To raise your vibration to the same frequency as abundant wealth, you need to abolish these old beliefs that are lowering your vibe and no longer serving you. Establish a new belief system that attracts money to you instead of repelling it from you. 
And if you don't, you might manifest money, but then immediately lose it. Or you might not see it at all. That is why this is so, 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 so important before you can do any of the other money manifestation techniques that we're going to talk about. And that is why this is the very first episode in our mini money mindset series, our triple M series. This is a critical step in getting you into energetic alignment with the money that you desire. So to become that energetic match, establish a positive money mindset in place of these old beliefs. I can't say it enough. So instead of beliefs such as money is hard to come by and there isn't enough for everyone and, well, if they have money, then I can't, instead find all the reasons and proof why money is abundant and why those phrases don't make sense. Bring in your logic for this. Have your logical side turn this statement around and find all the reasons in which it is not correct and replace these beliefs with things like money is abundant. It is always flowing to me. I am an open receptor for money. I will always receive what I am in alignment with at the time the universe decides. People that have money are good people. People that have money are able to do good things for the world. So if you do have that belief where you think that all people that are wealthy are bad people, think about all the good that you could do for the world if you had abundant money. If you had that abundant wealth that you want, if you were a millionaire, a billionaire, how much money could you give back to your community? How many people could you help get to their dreams? Maybe you become extremely wealthy and you get excited about being able to pay for people's college or sponsoring an artist or donating to your favorite performing arts group. Start to instead think of people that are wealthy as bad people. Think about all the good you can do for the world if you are wealthy and allow that to replace your idea about wealthy people being bad. And I bring that up because so many people do have that belief. And most of the time, it's not even something we're conscious of. So think about all your money associations. And also think about who has proven to you that money is abundant. Who can you look to as an example that proves that money is always flowing? Also think about who's the wealthiest person you've seen on TV and what is their attitude about money. And then think of a time when you felt really abundant in life about anything. It doesn't have to be money. Maybe it was about family or love or, you know, it could be about money or food or whatever that is for you. Remember how that felt for you and lock into that feeling and then associate this feeling and then embody this feeling while thinking about money. That is a little trick we called energetic matching in the manifestation world. So feel that abundance and then think about money or hold money or do something with money. That way you are directly correlating those two things together, that abundance and that money in a bit of a roundabout way. But that can be a really powerful tool as well if you're struggling with some of these things. And once you've established these new reference points for your new money beliefs, your your positive money beliefs, reaffirm them every day. Repeat your new money beliefs often. And every time you feel those old beliefs coming back up and creeping in, stop, review why they're no longer relevant to you, and repeat your new beliefs or your new mantras or whatever you have for yourself. And then move forward from a new place of understanding. And over time, this repetition will create a positive habit for you in relation to money and revamp your core money beliefs and your your belief system. So it will take continuous work. But working through your limiting beliefs are so, so critical to helping you manifest the things that you want. And by the way, this doesn't apply to just money. You can apply the same sort of technique to whatever it is in your life that you're trying to manifest. 
So utilize the system to help you manifest what it is that you really want. I hope you enjoyed this first episode in my mini money mindset series. I look forward to continuing this conversation with you as we jump into more topics and tips related to generating an energetic alignment with abundant wealth. And if there are any tips that you learned from this episode that really resonated with you or that you think a friend or family member can benefit from, please text them a link to this episode and allow them to hear the same message. Because when your friends and family start to work on their money mindset beliefs as well, it's only going to help you in your manifestation journey. And if you do enjoy these episodes, I would love it, love it, love it, love it if you would rate, review, and subscribe. That would mean so much to me as we enter the new year. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today, and I will catch y'all next Monday. Until then, go out there and manifest some miracles. Thank y'all so much for hanging out with me today. If you enjoyed this podcast, hit subscribe so you can stay up to date with new episodes. As always, we would love it if you would share this episode with friends and family who could use the inspiration. As a new podcast show, we would really appreciate your honest feedback so I know what you like and what you could use more of. As a thank you for leaving us a rating, we will send you our seven weekly tips to create space for abundance. Make sure you screenshot your review and email it to us at hello at the T-H-E modernmanifestation.com so we can send them straight to your inbox. If you'd like to stay connected, you can find us on Instagram or Facebook at Modern Manifestation, or you can head to our website at themodernmanifestation.com. Thanks again for joining me, and I will catch y'all in the next episode.